When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Intuitive Eating Podcast, your number one source for intuitive eating success. Hosted by mental health coach Martita Robinson, MA. Quick disclaimer, Martita is not a licensed therapist. If you need medical help, please consult with a medical professional. Let's get started. Here's your host, Martita. Good morning, good morning. It's morning here. I'm recording in the hotel kind of kitchen area because there's just basically nowhere else to do this (laughs) I'm learning as I go like traveling on the road and how to make this work podcasting and creating my business and just my business in general it's a little more challenging but I'm making it work I also wrote an article on how to intuitively eat while you're traveling so that's up at the food freedom nation if you're interested in coming and checking that out because i have found that it's definitely a lot more challenging to eat on the road as an intuitive eater (laughs) i'm excited i love boston boston is so historical so history filled we went to see salem last week and then today we're going whale watching yesterday we went to a library the boston library and it was so beautiful I just love history. I love old stuff. (laughs) My dream is to like get a beautiful big 1700 house or 1800 house. I love, love the old houses. But yes, we'll be leaving here Friday. I'm going to New Jersey and then Philly next week. So I'm excited. Lots of new places. All right. So today I want to talk about happy at every size happy at every size happy at every size this is a huge topic with intuitive eating because if you can't be happy within the size that you're in you're going to neglect yourself you're going to deny who you are every time you hate on yourself you deny who you are In order to really embrace intuitive eating, you have to embrace who you are. So it's important that if you're going to really be successful with intuitive eating, that you find peace within yourself, your body specifically. I'm not saying that you have to embrace the size that you're in forevermore. Like, I get it. I personally know who I'm becoming inside and out it's a journey when it comes to shifting into the person I want to be it takes intuitive eating it takes working out because I'm getting stronger I want to be the strong person that can do flips and stuff like that with the kids and and just be the best mom I can be and have fun and feel strong that's my most important goal with my body to be strong feel strong I know what that is for me 
and everyone has their own set criteria for what makes the best them they can be and you have the same the most awesome you within yourself and you want to be that person and that includes who you are from the inside and out now happy at every size doesn't mean that you're saying you don't want to have something different than you are and I'm careful with the wording I use because when it comes to shrinking in size because of diet culture because of the way we grow up here especially in the U.S. I don't know about everywhere else but here in the U.S. this stigma of being a larger size than what's supposed to be if they even just go to the doctor they have a BMI they starting from the doctor telling you that there's something wrong with you because you're not exactly at this kind of set point that they feel you should be which is insane insane so starting from young we're ingrained that there's something wrong with us if we're not a certain size so there's this these seeds have been planted in our head and then as we get older we start to work on getting down to this perfect magical size which screws us up which leads to disordered eating which leads to dieting which leads to depression and stress because we can't eat and eating is a huge part of life being able to partake in certain foods and enjoy and have fun it's like you can't So then here comes me having to come up with a podcast and support to get us all out of that crap. This is a big topic, like happy at every size. It's a huge topic. And in order to be successful with intuitive eating, really being able to let go of this idea that you have to be a certain size is super important because of the dieting mentality. Because there's so much ingrained crap within us about food and not being able to eat food and food is wrong we have to fight that in order to be successful with it and most of that is because our body is a certain way so I wanted to talk about happy at every size so that no matter what size you're in you can embrace it and work through it so that you can be successful with intuitive eating And as a beginner intuitive eater, I suggest if you're beginning this to really focus in on being the best intuitive eater you can be, embracing the body that you're in because your body will fall to where it's supposed to be if you are eating intuitively. Don't worry about shrinking or changing your body, improving your connection to your intuition. That should be your only focus as a beginning intuitive eater. And the best part is that it takes care of everything else if you're intuitive eating, truly intuitive eating, because intuitive eating requires love of self, acceptance of self, presence in the moment. And these are all things that getting down a natural set weight point bring you to. You work on your emotional wellness. You work on connecting to self and what yourself wants to eat and what your body needs to feel good. And everything else will come. So happy at every size. So how do we get to this point where we're happy in the size we're in so we can be the best, be the best us that we can be and really embrace intuitive eating? How do we get there? How do we get to that point? So there's a few tips I want to give you and a few points I want to make on 
being happy at every size so that you can be successful with intuitive eating and move through any type of body issues you're having with yourself. Because in all honesty, your body's beautiful. No matter what, it's beautiful. I don't care about size. I don't care about any of that. You're perfect just as you are. You were born. You are worthy. You're here. You are important. You're here. You are beautiful. You're here. You are perfect. Okay? So I want to stress that. But there's a few topics, things that I want to talk about for happy at every size. So finding peace with the body that you're in. So the first thing is I always talk about finding a way to communicate the feelings that you're having. You want to be able to focus in on creating open communication about your feelings. This is super important. If you're not communicating your feelings, they're stuck inside of you. And then it screws up intuition 100%. You have to be able to feel your feelings, move through your feelings, release your feelings, flow. I talk about flow. So feel your feelings, fully feel them, accept them, and then let them go. That's the flow. So you want to be able to really process your feelings and your emotions. Processing is the flow. If you can't openly communicate your feelings, they're stuck inside of you. So that has to be number one. If you're finding yourself really struggling with this, then you'll know because in your mind, you're constantly thinking about how horrible of a person you are for feeling. Or when you go to cry, you stop the crying from happening and push it away. Or when you're angry, you stop being angry and you push it away. That's how you're not feeling your feelings. Or if your partner says for you, says something and you don't inside of yourself, you're not being authentic and talking about your feelings based on what they're wanting of the relationship and you just let it go and just do what they want. That's being inauthentic and that's not feeling your feelings. That's not communicating what you feel. That's going to screw you up because these emotions, they stay inside of you pulling you to eat. I'm telling you. All this stuff, like not being able to communicate what's happening, pulls you to eat. Makes you think you want to have a bunch of sweets. In reality, it has nothing to do with that. We're trying to fill this void because your emotions are trying to be processed, but you're not processing them. So instead of processing them, you're eating. And that's where you have to stop. You have to feel your feelings. Now, I'm not saying, especially in the beginning, this is all a very delicate process. You're learning about yourself and you're learning about your emotions and you're learning the difference between emotional eating and intuitive eating. So all of this is okay. What I'm trying to say is when you're in this moment where you're ready to really hone in on this, when you're ready, you have to be able to separate yourself from emotional eating and feel your emotions move through your emotions so one thing that really works for this is journaling 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 is in the moment that you're feeling something writing it out because you can't always talk to the person that you're feeling the feelings and this helped me tons during the pandemic just being able to write out what i was feeling just being able to feel what i was feeling and talk about it on paper and you don't even need a journal if you have a therapist or you want to find a therapist perfect but if you don't have a therapist and you don't really want to go through that process of finding one journaling is perfect you write out what you're feeling as you're feeling it 
If you feel scared to go talk to your parents about what you really feel, then you write that shit down on the paper. And I like to recommend that every morning when you get up, you just write whatever you're feeling. And it gets you in this mode of like writing, of continuous writing and continuous feeling. And before it, you'll be used to writing about what you're feeling. This is healing. Like I've had clients literally use journaling and healed from all sorts of stuff. I remember one client, he was generalizing diabetes disorder to 100%, like, and he journaled. I was so proud of him. Like, he he made it work. So you have to find ways to communicate what you're feeling. And journaling is perfect, especially if you're not open to speaking to the person you're feeling whatever way about. Next is move through your emotions. So even with moving through your emotions, communicating what you're feeling, move meaning move your body. Your body is housing all that energy. And body movement, really embracing moving your body, just moving your body, lifting your arms, stretching, is going to get that energy out of you. So when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling emotional, get on the floor and do some stretching. Really touch your toes. I've recommended this before, but and it's on Pinterest. Look for morning salutation. This is a yoga sequence. I use that during my highest anxiety moments when I had generalized anxiety disorder and it healed me. It helped to heal me. On top of communicating my feelings, journaling, the stuff that I'm going to talk about right here, get on the floor and start doing some yoga, just stretching. That's it. And I get it that we are so ingrained that exercise is a necessity for weight loss. So it screws up how we feel about it. But body movement is necessary. Just stretching. Just stretch. You'll understand how much this helps once you start doing it. Get on the floor and do stretches the way that you can. Don't push your body to hurt or pain, but push your body for stretch. And you can look up different yoga sequences for beginning yoga, beginning stretching. You have to move through the emotion. Your body is housing a lot of that energy, that negative energy. And if you don't move your body, it stays there. So move your body. You'll understand as you do it. So whenever you're feeling anxious, get on the floor, do some stretching. You'll see what I'm talking about. Even going for a walk, running in place, jumping jacks. Like you will notice the difference if you do these things when you're feeling at a high, an emotional high. Another thing is to feel peaceful in the moment. So what this is, is presence, finding peace, finding your center in the moment. This is where you are, that you're not anywhere else. Here, here it is. This is who you are right now. This is where you're at. And knowing that this is it and understanding that this is who you are and finding peace in that is important. You can't get to where you want to go if you're fighting where you are. If every time you look in the mirror, you hate yourself, then you're going to be pulled to diet. You're going to be pulled to not eat intuitively. So you have to be okay with where you are right now. Love yourself. And if you can't love yourself, that's okay. You don't have to love yourself, but at least be neutral. And I talk about this a lot. Is just release any connection to hate or dislike just neutralize it by being present being present just saying okay this is who i am you have to fully embrace your body to be intuitive you can't push your body away and expect your body to talk to you in a clear way 
you're constantly telling your body that you're crap, are you constantly hating yourself? You're not going to listen to yourself if you hate yourself. All right? You have to embrace the body that you're in so you can step fully into who you are. I'm not saying that you don't have to want change. I, I went through all of this. And it's a moment by moment thing where you look in the mirror and you understand that the hate that you have for your body is emotional. It's not real. Your natural way of looking at yourself is one of love. Your body understands that you are love, that you are perfect. So I look at my kids, they're perfect to me in every way, but they may not be perfect for someone else. You know what I mean? Because they have those ideas in their mind. The goal is for us to look at our children as perfect beings. And that's how we should look at ourselves as perfect beings. Beautiful, perfect being. But you don't get there by every time you look in the mirror hating yourself. You have to remove the negativity by accepting the negativity, accepting the moment. You have to embrace the fact that you are beautiful and love. And you don't even have to do that because you're not going to get there from hating yourself. Basically, just understand that this is where you are and it's okay. It's okay. You have to embrace who you are to get to where you want to be. And if what you want to be is a a bodybuilder, you're not going to become a bodybuilder hating yourself. At least it won't last or being able to keep up with the kids, or being able to, whatever it is, you can get there, but embrace who you are right now. Find a way to embrace who you are right now, all right? And I'm at the Food Freedom Nation. You can come and join and ask me for help. I'm here. Support for that. Really know who you are. You are this beautiful, magnificent being here on this planet called Earth. You deserve to be here. You're worthy of love. And if you don't give that love to yourself, no one else will. You have to love yourself. Embrace the person you are. And then finally focus on the good. So just if you can't, if you're finding it really difficult, just find one good thing in your body, on your body. One good thing and focus on that every day. Find one thing. Focus on your hair, focus on your eyes, focus on your lips, focus on the one thing that you can in the morning and focus there all day. Stay focused there. Remember, you are continuous peace. Continuous peace. If you are not continuous peace, then it is emotional. You are in emotion. And if you are in emotion, that shit will pass. It's simply emotion flow. Feel the emotion, accept it, and let it go. Don't let your mind bother you about it. We meditate to learn to rein it in, the thinking. And if you're finding that you're a thinker, complete thinker, you need to start meditating. Five minutes, just five-minute chunks through the day. All right? All right, I hope this helps. I really do. Happy at every size. (laughs) All right, I love you. I hope you have a great day foodfreedomnation.com. Come join. Get some more support. All right. We'll talk soon.